My guest, Danielle Ingenito, is a Reiki master, psychic medium, and life coach. She's passionate about helping women awaken their true self-worth, especially after toxic relationships. In this episode, we talk about how to master your energy. What I love about this episode is that we're tapping into the future of healing and transformation, and that Danielle is someone who's gone through the fire herself and she can teach us so much. To get her deep energy clearing mentioned in the episode, access the link below in the show notes. I'm not going to let you wait any longer. Welcome, Danielle Ingenito. Your ideal life is one right turn away, right here and right now with me, Arika Sullivan, and New Light Living. See your life in a new light, in this show, I'm bringing real-world tools to show you how to ignite the light within you and restore your balance to who you truly are. That busy, exhausted feeling isn't anyone's true purpose. Get back to the heart of your real self. Begin to live in your ideal dream day every day. Learn how to stop giving your energy away. Trust your intuition and chill out your ego and learn how to find your calm. The journey begins now. Come and step into the light. New light living with intuitive spiritual life coach, Ulrika Sullivan starts right now. Okay. <laughs> welcome, welcome to today's beautiful guest, Danielle. And I want to just welcome you to this episode at New Light Living Podcast. Well, thank you so much. I'm excited to be here and connect with your audience and share any information that I have. Great. Today, we're going to talk about a very dear topic of, of mine and everyone on this podcast. I know that because that is the topic of energy. And I have the honor to uh, have Danielle here on the podcast today. And before we get into this beautiful topic, I'd like to know who you are and what do you do? Awesome. Okay. So my name is Danielle, as you know, and I'm actually a spiritual empowerment coach and master healer. And specifically what I do is I help women heal from toxic relationships with the power of energy healing. Oh, I love that. And how did you come into this area? Because our listeners definitely are, are familiar with energy healing and spirituality and, and things like that. But what was it that made you discover this, this beautiful area of healing? Yes, it was um, my divorce. <laughs> so back in 2017, I got divorced and I was completely devastated. He was with someone very quickly and I really didn't know what to do with myself. Um, I was very empowered. I was, a, you know, I had my own business. And so I was really like, didn't struggle in that area, but it seems like in relationships, I always struggled. So I kind of went on a downward spiral. And at some point it was the uh, solar eclipse of 2017, where someone had said to me, like, whatever you're doing right now, it's going to continue for seven years. And I was like, oh no, no, no. So like this other toxic person I was with, I let him go. 
And then um, I just started to kind of watch a lot of videos and a lot of YouTube and stuff like that. And then one, but I wasn't feeling, I was in therapy. I wasn't feeling any better. And then one day my friend suggested energy healing and I was very skeptical because I, you know, I was a CPA and accountant before this. So my brain was like very strategic and like, you know, science related. And I was like energy. I was like, well, we're all made of energy. So I'll give it a try because at this point I didn't know what else to do. I wasn't getting any better. I wasn't feeling any better. It was angry and upset and crying all the time. And I went to a session and I cried like a baby on the table. But after that, I felt like such a release. I felt like something had shifted or something had changed. Obviously, I wasn't completely healed at that point. I don't think we ever are, but something changed. And that was huge for me because it felt like nothing had changed over like five or six months at that point. So that's where I started to get into it. Once I, once I had a session, I, I'm the type of person that will go Google it. And then like, I want to learn it. Like, how do I do that for myself? And that's where my journey started. My journey started. Also, you really had a um, different experience than what you've had before in terms of, you know, living in, in, uh, in a logical way and then experiencing energy and the impact that energy healing can have on on your energy field is that how how you would uh, translate it to kind of what was the aha moment at that time yeah because i didn't even know about energy and like i'm writing a book now because if i didn't know about it there's so many people that don't know about it so and a lot of people like i think a lot of the times like when we hear about energy we're, we're focused on like you know the um like how much energy we have in a day to do things and stuff like that, momentum and stuff. But nobody really talks about like our actual energy, unless you're already in that spiritual niche, which I wasn't there. Like I did not have a spiritual awakening at that point. That all kind of came together with the same thing because I was searching for more, which led me kind of open to, I guess, experiencing the energy healing as well, even though I was a little skeptical. But I think like so many people don't understand or don't even know about it. Like, I'm like, why don't they teach us these things in school? Like we're made of this, you know, it's science proven. We're made of energy. Like, why don't we know how to handle it or protect it or clear it or heal it, you know, release it. So yeah, it was definitely an aha moment where I was like, what was that? And I was like, I want more of that because that <laughs> felt good, you know? <laughs> that's, that's really profound. And that's, you know, how do you feel now if we go a little deeper with with this, like out in society, the way we live our lives these days, how do you feel that this topic of mastering your own energy, as you say, how is it relevant today or how is it going to be relevant also in the future? Oh, it's so relevant today, especially with everything that we've just been through or still going through, I guess, depending on where you are. But I know that, you know, in the USA, we've locked down, um, you know, we're, I'm in New York, so we're still not open, but there was a lot of negativity, a lot of fear. And when we don't know about our energy, we can take on other people's energy. And that's really important to understand is that it's not just about our energy. It's that we have this energy field and it's doesn't, it's not just in our body. It extends outside of our body. So we can actually absorb other people's energy and there's no time or space in between energy. So this is why a lot of people will be like, 
the phone will ring and they'll be like, oh, I was just thinking of you. And it's like, yeah, because their energy was connecting to your energy before the even phone rang, you know? So like it affects us every single day, but if we're not aware of it, it can really cause like chaos in our lives because we can take on other people's um, energy and energy holds our thoughts, feelings, and emotions. So, you know, I've had times in my life where, or even say with the pandemic, like there was so much negative energy and I was feeling like anxiety about it, but I knew I wasn't scared of it at all, but I was feeling that way. And it wasn't my energy. It was everybody else's energy around me. So I think it's so, you know, relevant to everybody, you know, cause we're all human. We're all made of this energy to understand it, to identify it, which we'll talk about maybe a little bit later, but, you know, and to learn how to clear it and protect it and to heal it as well, because our energy gets trapped in certain traumas that we go through big or small and it stays there and it, it really causes chaos in our lives. So it's relevant now, it'll be relevant in the future and it's been relevant in the past. We just haven't known about it for this long, so. Yeah, yeah, and that's, that truly could make our way of living or even interacting with each other completely different. Once we, we learn more and more about the dynamics of energy and how to actually master it and manage it. And instead of being kind of, oh, it happened to me. <laughs> so, so I love that. And anything else you want to share from your journey, like what, what happened from that moment you you had this aha on the table or something just happened can you share a little bit any nuggets from your own journey along the way to where you are now that you feel is would be helpful for for the audience who are listening or watching this today yes absolutely so one of the things that i had to go through was my childhood and that's like what i work with my clients on because a lot of what I was dealing with, especially through my divorce and toxic relationships was because of my childhood. So I needed to go back to the past. So as I learned how to do energy healing, I then started working on my own self and going back to those traumas. And again, I say traumas. And I think that a lot of people think that that's like a huge thing. And like, they might say to themselves, well, I've never really had trauma, but like as a child, like little traumas, like being left at school or your mom not being around all the time, like these are traumatic to children at that age. And a lot of the times when we look back as an adult, we think, oh yeah, my childhood yeah, it was all right, you know, but like we don't realize as that child how it affected us and the energy gets trapped in our field around there. So therefore we carry it with us. And I work with, you know, 56 year old women who are still carrying that stuff from your childhood. So, you know, I had to do a lot of healing around that because I, you know, I had abandonment issues from my father who left me at nine years old. Um, now I talk to him again, but we have a good relationship now, but as that little girl at nine years old, you know, I had to prove myself that I didn't need him in my life, which why I was very successful in business, because I had to be successful to prove to him that I didn't need him. But it was all pain and hurt inside, which I wasn't aware of. And I just lived my life like this, not knowing any better. And this is why it's really important to be aware of your energy, because there's so many different things. So um, that's really kind of my journey where I had to go back and heal the childhood issues first. I feel like we're like an onion. So we always have to peel like the outer layer of the onion. And then we just keep going deeper and deeper. And that's why I say like, we're never really truly healed. Um, but it gets better and better. It's like you heal to like the exciting level rather than just 
taking all the crap off of you it's like we we manifesting and and all that good stuff but you got to heal to there too so you know i really worked on the foundation which is the outer layer of that onion and that was like the childhood mm. yeah that's that's really profound and and also from that perspective of that it is really our energy that we're carrying around that that can sometimes you know hold us back from even realizing what the opportunities are around us or even yeah what what are some of the i'm curious in your experience what are some of the the things that people do or not do because they're holding on or carrying that energy from the past oh boy um so there's a lot of energy that will create that subconscious belief of i am not enough so first of all we'll get into toxic relationships so we'll settle for less than we deserve because somewhere in our childhood we have felt as though we didn't get the love that we needed so we search for that love outside of ourselves because we never learned to love ourselves so we search for it out there which is what i call codependency so we will get into relationships that don't give us and don't fill us up with that joy that we want and we will stay because we'll either feel bad for leaving them so we can become people pleasers over givers um we can go the opposite way too where we just completely shut down and we block ourselves from love as well and then also in other areas like for business we might not go out for these businesses like we promotions or jobs that we think we we're un you know we we're not qualified for so there's a lot of things that the past actually is still holding on to us and creates these subconscious beliefs and this chatter in our brain saying that we're not good enough that imposter syndrome stuff um and really kind of holds us back from living the life that we want to live mm so powerful so good and what is it that actually and and maybe I'll I'll just ask you a personal question what is the best thing for you to, as an example that had come out of all the work you've done on yourself and now are sharing with others and teaching others and and working with others like what is the best thing for yourself that had come out of this immense healing that you have gone through I mean, I would say I mean there's so much that has come out of it, but like one of the best things that I think have come out of it is that I can help other women do this and that I've had to heal. So like it's one thing to heal yourself and like heal like your life, but then when you do it for a business, like I had like a business academy that I ran and it was all healing because we need to heal again that onion we're peeling it more and more. So as you know, stepping up into who I am just being on your podcast right now, like there had to be a lot of self-worth that I had to heal from, a lot of stuff from the childhood that I still had to let go and you know, things that were in my brain, subconscious beliefs and all of that stuff that I had to let go of in order to just step up and be the person that other women would want to learn from. So, I think the best thing that's come out of it is that I keep evolving and growing, which I love, but then I also get to share my journey, my experience and my knowledge with other women so that they don't feel like I had felt uh prior to this journey. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, and that's that's such a beautiful mission to have, you know, uh after because you know the power of the healing journey and offering to others is is just, you know, added <laughs> added energy. Um 
why do you think, because this is what I see too, why do you think that so many more, because there is an interest uh, to learn more about, I would call it, you know, expanded healing modalities and, and obviously energy healing is a, is a big part of that. A lot can be um, put in that box, but from your perspective, why do you think people are getting more and more interested? Okay, so two reasons. I'll start with the logical one first, where, <laughs> you know, you know, with everything that we've been through, I think that people are just searching for something more. Like, they feel as though, like, this can't be all that there is to life. A lot of people are miserable, suffering from anxiety, on medication, you know, and they think that maybe there's something else. So they start to search for that. And that's like where that spiritual awakening happens. Now, on the other side, not so logical, is that when I, I do tarot on YouTube, and when I started my tarot channel back in 2017, at the end of 2017, um, I had searched it because I am a CPI. So I was like, let me see if this is worth doing. Let me see when everyone started, how many followers they have. I was doing all my research. And it came to my surprise that most of the tarot readers at that time had started between September of 2017 and January of 2018. Like most of everybody that I saw, if they hadn't been on there for like five years. In January of this year, I felt as though, so basically what I feel is that the universal energy is plucking people. Like they're just plucking them. And like, they're like, okay, this is your calling. And we're feeling pushed and pulled to do certain things. And I feel like the same thing is also happening with energy because I've, I've certified a lot of energy healers and I feel like we're just being pulled and plucked of the energy now. So it was tarot at one point because I think that people were more open to that. And now I think that now that they're more open to that, now we're getting a little bit more open to the energy. So now the, ener the universal energy is just like plucking us to become healers and to share this knowledge and to get it out there to the world because seriously, we need it. So. <laughs> yes, we need it. And uh, I'm definitely one of them too, that have felt that I'm plucked yeah. <laughs> to do uh, healing work in, in, on many dimensions. But so just on that note, as far as where do you see, because I know you're writing a book about this too, where do you see, and I'm sure you're looking into the future where you see this is going because if we look back three years from the tarot and how that has expanded and, and become in some people's life very, you know, as a beautiful guide and, and so on, where do you feel the, the this energy <laughs> stuff now coming up? It, where is it going for? Ooh, I love that question. Um, I think for me, like in the purpose in writing the book, I think energy healing can change the way that we deal with mental health. I think that we don't do a very good job in dealing with mental health because a lot of it can be other people's energy on us where it's not like we're not even feeling our own feelings. Um, and I think that the more that energy work gets out there and is, is being aware and not even energy work, but just being aware of your energy and realizing if you do have somebody else's energy on you, I think that it really can change the, the way we deal with mental health. I have a lot of clients that have now been able to get off their medication because they don't suffer from anxiety anymore or the depression. I've had people that were depressed that were not even depressed. They were just uh, holding on to somebody else's energy. So I think that we can really really start to change mental health. But at the same time, we can also start to change relationships. 
um, we can start to change the, the power struggles that we have in this world. Um, I think that if everybody just got into energy, <laughs> I think a lot of things would change. <laughs> yeah, it really is. Uh, what I'm hearing is that you're, you're talking about a paradigm shift, really, and, and that we have a possibility to to step into that and, and embrace energy work in a completely new way that may have just been one way of, of approaching in the past. So yeah, I love that thought. Yeah. Uh, now you, you mentioned earlier, let's, because I, I, I may sense here that some are curious about when you say that somebody can take on somebody else's energy, like, exp uh, Give us an example, because I feel that some of you like out there, like, what is she talking about? I'm not taking on anybody's energy. Like, how do you know that you've taken on somebody else's energy? Can you ex expand that a little bit? Yes, I love that. So I have a method that I call or something that I teach called default energy. So it's important for you to understand what your default energy is like on a regular day, like when you wake up, are you positive? Are you negative? Are you fearful? Are you happy? Are you excited? Like, whatever that is, like, that's your default energy. And it doesn't matter what it is, it could be negative, it could be positive, but just knowing what it is. And then when something shifts, and all of a sudden, you start feeling a different way. And this is the, my, my, my main sign is that if you say to yourself, I don't know why I'm feeling this way, that usually is telling me that you have someone else's energy on you. So say for instance, I'll give you an example. This just happened relatively kind of soon, but uh, in the past, but I, um, you know, my ex-husband and I, we, we share the kids or whatever, but they had come home one time and all of a sudden I was just like talking really negative about him. And I was like, and I hadn't done that in a really long time because we just don't even communicate. So therefore it's like, why do I even have a reason? So I, but I was just like flying it out of my mouth and I was like, why? And I asked myself, why am I talking so negative about him? And then an hour later, I get a text message, a nasty text message from him to me because they couldn't go somewhere. So at that point, I was like, oh, that's why I felt that way because it wasn't my energy. He was thinking of me and he was kind of mad. So therefore I was like, you know, hating on him a little bit because I was feeling his energy. And as soon as I realized that, I was like, oh, that's not my energy. So I did a clearing and I let that go because it wasn't me. There was no reason I needed to be mad at him. So that's kind of an example. And uh, to really be aware of your energy and especially if you're taking on other people's energy. Oh, that's such beautiful kind of um, advice. So if I like when, so if I were to kind of feel coming home that I wasn't feeling like this when I stepped through the door, but now I do, that can actually be that I absorbed somebody's energy. And that I, I love that uh, little prompt. Yeah. <laughs> uh, because it also requires us to, become a little bit more observant of what's going on in my emotional body, if you will, or energy body. And uh, yeah, that's a great, great way of going at it. What would be, if you were giving our listeners and, and viewers here, your top three tips on how, if you're somebody out there now really curious about what Danielle does and, and how she teaches about energy healing, what would you recommend somebody 
to either do or uh, I'm asking, uh, I'm going to ask you about what resources you would like people to, to tap into, but what would you would be your top three recommendations? Okay, so the top three recommendations would be to be aware, first of all. So be aware of your energy and just be acknowledge the fact that you do have the ability to take on somebody else's energy. So even if you're in a relationship and you come home and your partner is miserable and then you were having a great day and now all of a sudden you've become miserable. So we can take it on, but we also need to learn how to protect it so that we don't take it on. And that's like one of the main things that I, clearing and protecting. So being aware of it, clearing it, protecting it, and I'll throw a fourth one in there real fast and then is releasing it. Okay. But the, the you know, in my book, the first things I go over always is clearing and protecting because in order to start healing yourself, you have to know that you're working with your own energy, your own feelings, your own thoughts, not somebody else's thoughts. So I would recommend, um, them to be able to clear it. So I have a little exercise that I can give you right now to kind of use that for you. Um, what I do, and again, there's many levels of clearing. So it depends how attached that energy is to you. If it's like, for example, like when I went out to the store during the pandemic, when I came back, I was anxiety driven, uh, anxiety filled because everybody else was anxiety filled. So therefore I had to do just a small clearing because it wasn't on me long, but there's been people that I've worked with that have had energy on them for like years. So if that's the case, you're going to, I usually go to an energy healer for that. So if I get attachments, cause I do because of all the work that I do and dealing with the anxiety and depression and stuff, um, I, you know, I get clearings because I think energy healers are the best route to clear all of that. Um, because sometimes it lowers our vibration. So even us trying to get it off of us is a little bit harder, but to learning how to clear it. So what I would do is I would very quickly, you can do this anywhere is just kind of close your eyes and imagine yourself sucking your energy in as you take a deep breath in. So it would be, and then blowing out any negative energy that's on you. So basically, because our energy can actually, there's one time that I learned that it wasn't that I had something on me, it's that my energy was everywhere else and I needed to like pull it back to me. So as you suck in, it's like you're pulling all of that energy, the person that you helped at the store, your coworker, whatever, you're pulling that all back to you and you're releasing it all out. So you're blowing all that negative energy out. So I imagine like white light and all my energy coming back to me. And as I blow out, I push out any negative or dark or black light that's coming from my energy field. Love that. Love that. And as I understand it, if somebody has never really done this type of exercise before, is it more of a um, visualization that you're doing to actually work with the energy i'm just helping for those who have never done this before <laughs> yeah i know it sounds crazy and like because like i wouldn't if i don't do this work i would never uh, be like yeah okay whatever like i'm not gonna try that you know but it really works and because um yeah so it's the visualization with breath work so you know it's basically you know imagining all that energy and it's the power of our mind and i think that a lot of people don't understand that is that our mind and our energy is kind of linked and this is why like i work with women to connect their mind their subconscious beliefs with their energy and the power of our mind can actually just bring our energy back to us and push the other energy out so it is a visualization and some some breath work mm. yeah beautiful and if if it comes to resources if someone out there watching or listening to this right now and wants to tap into a resource what would you recommend 
I would, um, I'll give, so we're talking a lot about energy here and clearing it. So therefore I will leave the link for a deep energy clearing so that they can actually experience it themselves. Um, not with the breath work, but what, what I do, I use some music and my hands go everywhere. <laughs> That's just my thing, but um, they can experience that for themselves and like, just give it a try. Cause you got to ask yourself, like, what's the harm in giving it a try? And like, like I did, right. When my friend, you know, offered it to me or um, invited me to it. So I was just like, okay, I'll give it a try. I don't know, but there's no harm in giving it a try. So I will leave a deep energy clearing for them there. Oh, that's so generous. Thank you very much, Danielle. And if someone uh, now wants to really reach out to you and, and loving your work, where can we connect with you? Uh, you can connect to my website, danielleingenito.com. Pretty simple there. I know my last name's a little harder, <laughs> but pretty simple. I also have an inner child healing there too that you can get. And I also have a cutting cords meditation. So if you really want to dive into it on my first page, you can see all of that stuff there too. Awesome. Thank you for, for that. And before we wrap up this episode, I want to ask you some, something a little personal. And that is, Danielle, what do you live by? Mm, I love that. Um, so I live by getting uncomfortable because I feel as though live, uh, life lives in the uncomfortable feelings. So therefore, I'm always pushing myself to get uncomfortable showing up on the podcast, you know, might seem like I'm not nervous, but a little nervous, you know, but I always every day push myself to do something uncomfortable to again, keep healing and growing, because I feel like we are here to heal. That's why we come back every time in reincarnation. I didn't believe that in the beginning either. Um, but I always say also take what resonates and leave what doesn't. So if something doesn't resonate with whatever we've talked about today, like don't just put all of it off, but take the little bits that did and just start working with that and kind of see where it goes. So getting uncomfortable and taking what resonates. <laughs> Beautiful. Thank you for your generous share today. I loved everything that you brought to the table here today. And uh, everyone go check out Danielle's website and also her gift that she gave to you today. All right. Thank you. Bye. Thank you for listening to New Light Living with me, Arika Sullivan. When you see your life in a new light, your world looks different. Worry, fear, and the everyday go, go, go are no match for you in this bright new light. Join me next time as I lay out the practices and tools for you to liberate your amazing self into living your ideal dream day. You can start now to take the guesswork out of getting to know yourself again and expand into your essence to feel present, alive, inspired, and connected. Keep listening, keep learning. Imagine no more wishing for your dream life. You get to start living it today. For more information, please visit newlightliving.com.